Hello everyone and welcome to the program. Tonight we're going to be discussing the World Wrestling Entertainment. It used to be called the World Wrestling Federation. But I want to know what is the deal with the WWE uh, releasing wrestlers, firing these wrestlers and getting rid of them. And they're making money for the company. But somehow this... This doesn't make no sense. Okay, they have top-rated wrestlers that are, um, they're getting rid of. I mean, ones that make really good money for the company. The one that has good sales, people buy their products, buy their shirts, championship belts, and whatever the case may be. But I want to know what's going through Vince McMahon's mind or who's ever doing the firing, which... You know, it doesn't make no sense. They've got a lot of B wrestlers that they could be getting rid of. But they're getting rid of very popular wrestlers that are really good. And it doesn't make no sense. And it all spins, you know, it all spins from this. um, I really think it all started with the John Moxley uh, thing when he was Dean Ambrose in the uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. He, He wanted gone. He said the writing wasn't that great, and he wanted gone. So he didn't renew his contract with uh, WWE. He jumped ship and went to AEW because he has more say in his character or how he wants it to be ran, you know, and how it wants to be, how he wants it to be done. He has more say-so in that than uh, he did in the World Wrestling Entertainment. Now, if a lot of people don't know who Dean Ambrose is, he was with The Shield with... uh, Roman Reigns and uh, Seth Rollins, and they all made up this uh, group called The Shield, very popular in the World Wrestling Entertainment, and they split that group up during the peak of uh, the height of the, of the uh, oh, I'm trying to say how I can say this, during the height of their glory, they decided to split The Shield in and be done with it, and that's what they did, and that was that was kind of, they kind of ruined that when they did that. Um, it says last year, basically when the pandemic started and world wrestling entertainment had to perform in one place. So they, of course they couldn't put all these wrestlers on TV, you know, cause it would have took a lot from the, uh, from the main roster guys, you know, the ones that are making the big bucks, the ones that perform every week on national television. So, basically, they started obsoleting wrestlers out. I'm not sure what the figure is that they, how many wrestlers they have actually got rid of since that time, since last year. But anyways, I guess I've hurt the business a lot. But now, they, they're getting rid of, they got rid of Braun Strowman, they got rid of Aleister Black, they, and several others that were key players and made a lot of money for World Wrestling Entertainment as a brand, as a whole. You know what I mean? Uh, the big show's gone. He left. He's an AEW now. And there's several other uh, wrestlers. One of the main characters that was in uh, WWE, but he left several years ago, was uh, Chris Jericho. He jumped ship and left. So I'm thinking is, why is Vince McMahon doing this? And he's getting rid of all these good wrestlers. It it makes no sense. But then he's bringing back other wrestlers 
that have been gone for several years, and he's bringing these guys back and these ladies back to perform, and they're basically B-rated players. I don't know, maybe it's because he can pay them uh, less money. You know, cons- considering they're B-rated, they're, they're basically what it is, you have like a category in professional wrestling where you have the A-rated, the B-rated, and like basically the C-rated players. The A-rated is the top guys and the top ladies that perform every week that you see on national TV. Those are the A-rated. Then you'll put B-rated in with those A-rated wrestlers, so it makes the A-rated wrestlers look good, and the B-rated wrestlers basically lose. They're there just to lose. That's all they do, just to make the A-rated ones look good is what they do. And this has been... Uh, you know, this has been done several times, and even the Miz, you know, the Miz and all them guys have always admitted that, you know, in some of the scripts they say, well, you're a B-rated, you know, you're a B-rated player, you're not, you're not up to my standards and all this stuff and all this nonsense, but then when Vince McMahon wants to move him up, he'll, you know, he'll, uh, basically he'll promote them to an A-rated thing where it works at where he can in the script, it'll work it where he can promote them and basically make them look good. So they do they do real good script writing, you know, for these wrestlers. And then you have also have the NXT. And I guess basically I'm thinking this. I'm thinking is that a lot of these guys that they're paying lots of money to, they just want to get them gone. They want to get them gone, send them packing on the way because they have uh top-rated talent that is coming out of the NXT division. And they're trying to move those guys up because they're not getting any younger. So, of course, they're going to try to move them up. But, you know, back in the 80s when they had uh, Hulk Hogan and and Macho Man Randy Savage and all these guys, you know, and all this, they didn't have, uh, like, basically, like, they didn't have, like, another class that they can promote you know they had to go out and find people with different organizations wrestling organizations and and promote them or try to bring them over to their organization when vince uh saw something in a talent that he wanted to use or promote basically he would bring them over and offer them a contract and you know and they would be gone they go right to the wwe start their training what they need to get done you know, back in the 80s, they didn't have this kind of training like the NXT like they got now. So you were either going to make it or you you were going to fail. Basically, those were your two things. Either you make it or you fail. You know, and they say it's charisma. You know, that's what Hulk Hogan had was charisma. They can turn on a crowd just like The Rock. They can turn on crowds. They had it, what it took to make it in the business. But a lot of these guys, I'm thinking, I'm not thinking, you know, I'm thinking is that Vince is probably just tired of paying them all this amount of money and they just want to get them gone. It's not that they're not top rated talent, but they just don't have the charisma like they either like they have like they used to have when they first came in or people are getting tired of watching them. Or whatever the case may be, but I think he's just trying to move on and and trying to bring up NXT talent. But but Braun Strowman, he's still in his prime. 
He's still in his prime. I would have never got rid of him or Aleister Black. Those are two wrestlers that you could have uh, developed and and made into something. You know, you could probably have put them two as a tag team. And I remember when uh, Aleister Black came in with Ricochet, they were a tag team. I thought they were pretty good. They scripted it right that they would they would have made a good tag team and they should have kept them as a tag team. That's a problem I think that WWE has. They have talent that works well together, but somehow Vince doesn't see it as being uh, something that can be a full time uh, full time gig basically where they're not, you know, fans see it as being something awesome. Fans see it as being something awesome, but Vince can change his mind in an instant. Either he doesn't like something or something's going to happen or whatever the case may be. Fans see it as being something awesome, but Vince doesn't like it, so he'll change it. Which, you know, they should ask the fans what the fans want. They should take a poll and ask the fans what they want to see. You know what I mean? Because the fans are the ones that's paying to, paying to see this. But Ricochet and uh, Aleister Black, they were a good tag team when they first came in. And I don't know why they split them up. I only seen them on TV a few times. Maybe about a month or so or two months. And that was it. You never seen them uh, tag team ever again. And then you have the Shield, which the Shield was a good solid unit. About the only thing that they actually did, WWE did, was they kind of kept the New Day together. But now they kind of split. They want to try to promote Big E to more, to do more things, so they promoted him to another. I believe he's on uh, SmackDown now. And the other two guys, you know, Kofi Kingston, and I can't think the other guy's name, but they're on uh, Monday Night Raw. So they split them. They split them up. I think that was a big mistake. I, I think they should have just kept them as the New Day the way they were. And I think they've been a New Day for like 10 years now. Something like that. A long time. And usually tag teams don't last that long. You know, like that many years. They do, they really don't. I think most I've ever seen a tag team last was like five or six years and that's it. And then they pull the plug. But the New Day was really popular. And I don't know why they, just like the Shield, I don't know why they split them up. They should have just kept those tag teams together. But you but getting back to this point is there's a lot of B-rated players that they can get rid of. There's a lot of them. They need to they need to look at their talent and they need to basically reconstruct this whole thing because somehow something is not clicking right somewhere. Something is definitely not clicking right somewhere in that company. Nothing, you know, something's going wacky somewhere. I enjoy watching, you know, I, I, I like watching World Wrestling Entertainment. It's something to watch, you know, on Fridays and Saturday or Fridays and Mondays because nothing else is really on television. It's pretty much all the same reruns, no matter what channel you turn on. You, you know, you it's shame, it's a sad, you have, it's a, it's a shame and a sad at the same time. You have thousands of TV channels and pretty much everything is a rerun. Everything is pretty much a rerun during the summer months. But then when the fall kicks in, a lot of new shows come on the air that are new shows. But during the summer months, you have over a thousand channels and everything is a rerun. You would think they would keep developing new, uh, new shows during, you know, 
throughout the year, but they don't. But anyways, getting back to the WWE here, um, they have a lot of B-rated players that they can get rid of. There's a lot of B-rated wrestlers, and a lot of them, a lot of them don't make it. They try to work with them and try to work with them, and and you know, and hopefully, they uh, the progress of these wrestlers will become spectacular. But some of them never do. And now they're bringing back this Eva Marie, which she was not even a top rated star at the time. So I don't know why they're bringing her back. She went to WWE. The NXT she started with failed there. They moved her up to, I believe, SmackDown. She failed in SmackDown, sent her back down again. Finally, her contract ended and she was gone. And now they're bringing her back again. The only thing I could think of, maybe they're paying her a lot of money so they can get rid of it. That's why they're getting rid of the other wrestlers because they're paying her more money. I mean, it could be true. They, they could be offering her a ton of money to come back. But why would you waste your money on somebody's talent that isn't that great? When you have other lady wrestlers in uh, the NXT that can be moved up. And this is what doesn't make no sense to me. Well, one thing's for sure. They better get their acts to get together because I tell you what, AEW is coming on real strong. Then you have the other ones. I think it's Impact and the NWA and all these other wrestling organizations are, are coming up strong. And then some of the independent circuits are even pretty doing pretty good now. But the AEW, that's going to be a strong competitor eventually against the World Wrestling Entertainment. It's going to happen eventually. Because a lot of that talent that was in... Uh, in the World Wrestling Entertainment is moved over now to the AEW. And a lot of them only has to wait. They have to wait 90 days and then they can sign with another company, which I think is a bunch of bull crap. I think if your contract ends, it should be like any other kind of job. You should be able to sign with anybody who you want to sign with. And then they have, now they have, in AEW, they have Rusev with, you know, Rusev. I think his name is Mark Murrow now or whatever. I don't really know what his name is. I think that's what it is. But anyways, he was Rusev in, uh, in World Wrestling Entertainment. And now Lana, she's one of the ones that got fired. So now she has to wait, I believe, 90 days before she can move. And who knows? Maybe she'll go to AEW. And she'll go to AEW and sign a contract with them and get back with her husband that's over there. I don't think that John Moxley is ever going to go back to World Wrestling Entertainment. I don't think you'll ever see Dean Ambrose back in uh, the WWE ever again. I don't think it's going to happen. And it, you know what the strangest thing is? They offered him a lot of money to stay, to stay with uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, but he turned it down because he wanted more control of his character, which, you know, he has a right to do that. You know, he has a right to do that, have control more of his character. Plus, I, I think he also gets more time off than he needs to be. You know, a lot of those wrestlers, they work a lot. They put a lot of wear and tear on their bodies. So they got to get time for those bodies, you know, to heal. And I think AEW, uh, I think that they do that. I think they give their wrestlers time, time off that they need to be able to heal. And I, I think they're also doing a insurance plan with them too i think or that's what they mr khan was going to was going to do is try to start a uh you know uh, a health insurance plan 
which they really need it. Professional wrestlers really need it. They need a health insurance plan. Yeah, they may make tons of money, but I even I even think the NFL even has a health insurance plan. So what makes the professional wrestling any different than being in, an, in the NFL? And there's a lot of people say, oh, there's a big difference. How is there a big difference when your bodies are getting beat? The bodies are getting beat. No matter any sport you play, they're still getting beat. So I think it's a smart idea that a lot of these, uh, that the AEW is starting the health insurance plan. That, that's, that's a good incentive to, uh, to leave and go with that company. And AEW is very solid. They're very solid. And I believe, I think he also owns the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars of the NFL. So what I'm saying solid is because, you know, he's pretty wealthy, <laughs> you know, worth billions of dollars. So anyways, I hope everybody has enjoyed uh, this podcast on World Wrestling Entertainment and AEW. And like I said, I, I'm I kind of wish I could pick uh, Vince McMahon's brain to find out I don't know if he's deciding this or other people in the organization is deciding this and telling him these things. I, I don't know. But it would be nice to know because of what are all these layoffs? And this is another thing, too. They are now starting to open up and they're going to start performing in, performing in arenas. Now, why would they get rid of their wrestlers if they're going to start performing in uh, arenas across the country? That doesn't make no sense. You think you want to keep your wrestlers. You would think that you want to keep them if you're going to perform in live arenas. I can, yeah, I can understand is, you know, putting everybody in the back burner when this pandemic was going on. That's understandable because, you know, most of the market money that they get from all these is performing in these big arenas. That's most of the income that they get is from that and uh, marketing, you know, selling T-shirts and everything else. I think they make a lot more in the arena business than they do as uh, marketing for like T-shirts and stuff like this. I could be wrong, but I think overall they make more money being in the arenas. So why would you get rid of your wrestlers when you're going to open up and you're going to perform in uh, in front of live audiences at arenas? It doesn't make it doesn't make no sense. You know, well, I don't know the business, so they know the business. I don't know the business. So I guess they know what they're doing. But anyways, I hope you, everybody has enjoyed uh, my podcast show tonight on the World Wrestling Entertainment business. And everybody have a safe and wonderful evening and good night.